Customer service research is a cost-effective way to drive up sales at ever-increasing prices. It's also a remarkable tool for taking out risks in new product development. And as a bonus, you get customer needs spelt out in their language. What a treasure trove for executives. Now, with the promise of these juicy apples, it's no wonder that many leaders start harvesting customer service feedback. But after early decent yields, they're disappointed when the tree stops bearing fruit. Naturally, they blame the tree, but they're wrong. It's their fault. And if you'd like to avoid those problems and get glorious returns, can you smell those fruity gross margins? Pink Floyd and I will tell you how in this edition of Riot Point Radio. Welcome to Riot Point Radio. Here is your dose of provocative thinking. Asking customers for feedback is a great idea. There are huge benefits. Let's list them quickly. Number one, you get to hear firsthand how you stack up against the competition. Number two, you get feedback which you can turn into action and your customer service department will love you for this. Number three, you start to see patterns in the data which tell you where you're doing really well and areas where you can improve. And then finally, you get the voice and the language of the customer which you can then use in marketing communications. Remember this, nobody sells better to a potential customer than an existing customer. And as a bonus to all of those, you'll also get to launch better products at higher prices and lower risk. Hmm, I love them apples. Most customer service initiatives start off well, but then the river of customer feedback becomes a trickle, a dribble, then dies. The primary reason, the clear numero uno reason, is the failure to recognize the importance of feedback loops with your customer. What are feedback loops? Well, remember Pavlov and his dog? You know, when Pavlov rings the bell, the dog eventually associates the bell with food and salivates when he hears the ding, ding, ding. Well, we humans are built exactly the same way, but most execs ignore this and snubbing the nose to this fact rings the death knell for their customer service research. The tree goes barren. Pink Floyd got this sorted and can teach us a lesson. Let's say you go to your customer and ask, tell me what you thought of the product you just purchased. And in response to this stimulus, the customer says, and in response to your customer stimulus, you respond. They give you some feedback and then you tell them what you've done with that feedback. This is stimulus and response. And then guess what happens next time when you stimulate your customer with a question? You get a response and this feedback becomes self-reinforcing. And it sounds like this. And that's when the money starts to come in. But many execs are selfish. They only want customer response. But imagine being the customer. 
you give your response and you're waiting for the organization to respond in return. It's like this. Ah, okay, you want my feedback? Here it is. Uh, hello? Hello? You're surprised then when your customer response rates drop from 20% to zero and the tree no longer bears fruit and you blame the tree. Wrong. If you're serious about customer service, you have to get that feedback loop going. And as Pink Floyd discovered, when you get the feedback loop going, this is what happens. And guess what? Feedback loops are important in any human interaction. And if you want to learn how feedback loops play a role in strategy, leadership and marketing, sign up, sign up for Riot Pointers at theriotpoint.com. Share the love.